Hey everybody, this is A7X fan Ben, and this is Pirates of Ben blog number 69. So, I have acquired an Ender 3 V2 3D printer. I'm extremely excited about it, and I've been posting a little bit about my progress with it. Got it about a week ago, and or assembled it a week ago, and I made some progress actually. I mainly got it pretty much just for printing pirate stuff, because you know how obsessed I am with pirate CSG. So I put on my site, um, link to a video of my first print and the first mask that came out. That was just with no settings. I was just I was just trying to see if the shape would come out right and see if my bed leveling was decent, which it came out better than I thought right off the bat. So and then eventually I got a ship to work. So uh since then I've had some running into a few issues, but I'm getting them I'm gonna get them sorted out and whatnot. So uh it's just a long term process of uh tinkering with it and making adjustments and learning. I don't know anything about it, so I have to learn new things every day. I have to like there's like basic terms I have to look up. I'm just like, oh, I don't I don't know what that is. So here we go. Let's Google it. So so this I would say I'm gonna use this as the picture of the day, going kinda out of order, but um but this picture of the ship on the printer bed is I'm really happy that I've already gotten a constructed ship. It's kind of rough around the edges. The The main deck kind of sticks out too far at the stern. Obviously, there's a little bit of, uh, there's some imperfections to say the least. And the, the jib is a little too thin, the foremast, but, or the, the yeah, the foremast. So overall, I'm pretty happy with it. I don't have a plan for artwork yet. I'm really interested in like stickers and like the water slide decal idea that was talked about at the Facebook group. I'm interested in those ideas, especially for artwork. I don't really want to, spend time painting individual models that's not really what i'm doing this for uh, i'm not a miniature painter so anyway so i'm really excited about the progress i would recommend i mean i don't know if enough about it to really give a good recommendation but i do recommend the ender 3 v2 wasn't too bad to assemble and obviously if somebody like me that's a total beginner can print a constructible ship within a week or less really only like four or five days of getting it um, obviously it's a solid machine if you're trying to make ships with or pirate stuff with. Uh, obviously I don't, I don't have enough experience yet to really give much more info. Um, but I like it a lot. So I've been having fun with it. So I look forward to learning more and I want to thank, uh, Gladius and some others that have, have already helped me, uh, with various things, questions and whatnot. So, so that's been great. And of course, a uh, huge thank you to Julem. um, for providing the files that I used to print the four masted parts. And I will get into some of the other ones, the five master that was posted to the Facebook group. I'm gonna experiment with other files as I go forward. So really excited about it and uh, happy to make progress. So if you're not into 3D printing already and you like pirates a lot or wanna make your own custom ships, it's kinda, like you gotta get one. This, it's really cool and it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And I love the I love the long term applications of it or the just the endless possibilities. People love the the large scale ships. Um and while most three printer beds wouldn't be able to print uh the huge ships that like the, the PDXER had, stuff like that, um, you could still make upscaled ships by just increasing the scale of the models when you put it into the slicer or whatever. So uh or maybe some adjustments might be necessary, like I said on the forum, but it's really cool what you can do. So you can make bigger ships. You can make an oversized sea serpent, for example, uh, if you want like an extra special one, things like that. Or you could make stuff smaller. You could make like a sloop, like the one-masted sloop. You could have that smaller to act as like a five-masted like ship's yacht or something. So, so that's an idea too. And one thing I might try sometime that I should try that I saw Louis the Fourteenth 
tried at Board Game Geek a while back. Not with 3D printing, but uh, making three deckers. So you could have uh, bigger hull pieces or taller hull pieces that would allow for a more feasible artwork design of three gun decks, which I which I also talked about with Lucas stuff because I wanted a couple of three deck ten masters for how good the cannons are on those. So I'm just kind of rambling, but and that's what I plan to do is post like progress on 3D printing, but I want to focus on you know the actual progress. So I'm not probably not gonna make like a ton of longer posts about it. When I do have like big updates, I hope to make those public and share files, things like that. So anyway, so I'm still just kind of a rookie dummy learning and <laughs> trying stuff basically so i do have to make a little apology i saw a youtube comment that for some reason got through that i didn't like see from like a while ago in my ghost ship keyword video in the keyword playlist i didn't talk about it right um, i probably should not have used the delusion because the ship is overlapping like crazy because it's such a huge ship a 10 master so um says the keyword says but cannot end a move action with any part physically overlapping an island or another ship i mistakenly said that illusion could move through a ship and the move action while ghostly and then use an extra action to keep going but you can't end even the first one even while you're ghostly you still can't end the move action with overlap so that's something i didn't really even know so i want to thank whoever commented on that video so um so sorry about that if i misled anybody so, so Ghost Ship, just keep in mind, if you're doing extra action and stuff, you just can't overlap in between actions. So even though Ghostly lasts the whole turn, it doesn't apply after one action ends, which kind of makes sense, because when you give extra actions, you don't have to give that second action right away. So anyway, so it was good to get that out of the way. And then the Treasure Island Kids Club, um, artist turn at the Facebook group. That's ending today, September 30th, when this is being recorded. So last day for the Kids Club, or last official day, there's going to be some good stuff sent out in October, which is exciting. So I just want to thank Ernie and Linda for that. It's been really amazing to see. It's one of the coolest things I've ever seen in the community. I've been, I haven't really had much of a hiatus other than early this year for the Navy. Other than that, I haven't really had any time away from the community long term since 2011 when I joined. So this is like, this is one absolutely one of the top coolest and best things I've ever seen in the community or for the game just in general. It's a great thing for the game. There's like uh, over 20 kids now that are going to have their own collections and pirate stuff going forward. So it's really cool passing on the torch, things like that. So just epic, awesome job. Just pretty blown away by it. It's just, it's been wicked cool. So between that, uh, the wooden ships that Cloud of Crab Gaming is making and then 3D printing. Those three are like kind of just all just super amazing things for the game this year. So even though 2020 has been rough year uh, for pirates, it's actually been been pretty good. So I guess kind of a silver lining in some ways, maybe. So really exciting stuff this year, actually. So uh, so deal of the day, uh, not many. Right now, hold <laughs> I'm struggling to even talk because the eBay prices are still absurd deal of the day is kind of a sounds like an oxymoron because there's i don't know there's just high prices all over the place so so wholesale gaming still has some good prices they've raised some of them barbary coast went up not too long ago the deal i'm talking about barbary coast right now as of this video is making uh it's on sale for 72 for 36 packs so two bucks a pack before shipping so 
not bad. Oh, they just, oh yeah, Rise of the Fiends went up. I don't know if that's super recent or not, but yeah. So, not too many great deals to be had, <laughs> to be honest. So, segment might be kind of lame going forward, because Pirates prices are still quite high overall. I was going to say something about how um, the island sets that Russell's Treasures is uh, advertising on eBay. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but like, Usually I see them buy it now for like $22 or $22.50. So recently one got up to like 30 or more dollars at auction. So I, I guess when people bid on it, it takes away the buy it now option. But then people don't realize that it was buy it now for 22 or whatever. And then they and then they bid it up past the original purchase price. <laughs> so it's just kind of weird. And again, I, I don't want to be mean point this out but or make him lose money but you know if the purchase price is 22 you shouldn't bid at auction for a price higher than that so anyway i just think it's worth pointing out because it's kind of just a kind of facepalm moment so i kind of get it because like i i thought the buy now stayed there longer so i guess as soon as there's a bid place that option goes away so fair enough but anyway i've just seen he's been selling them like one by one kind of for months now so gotten to the point where like most people have probably seen the buy it now option so anyway i just thought i'd point that out because people are kind of overpaying for for something that is just kind of confusing to look at when when the when the auction the final auction price that somebody pays is higher than you could have just bought it a week earlier for a lower price so i don't know it's kind of bizarre so anyway so <laughs> uh once Eric takes his next uh, cg4 turn I'm extremely excited to jump into it. I think next turn it's going to be a turn for the ages uh, for a lot of reasons. I'm not going to go into why, of course, so I don't want to alert the other players too much yet. But uh, once I get my turn, I hope to kind of go ham on it. It's going to take a wicked long time because there's going to be so much to do and launch and so much stuff going on in that game. It's just crazy. So I'll put a link to CG4, of course, in the description as usual <laughs> because this, I mean, the 3D printing for me is probably the most exciting thing for me in Pirates this year for like progress with the game or whatever, but in terms of full ex true excitement or like almost like adrenaline once in a while, CG4 is just, it's the most fun I've had this year with Pirates CFG. So it's just, it's amazing. So, and if you see the battle reports, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I'll do uh, card of the day next. I'll include 14 in the actually I'm actually I'll, let's go to 15 to include the unreleased tab of the master spreadsheet and oh yay we get RTSS very good it's kind of fitting because I just got the four Lisa and Zanfu and Namazu from uh, from Luca Craft Gaming he made the wooden ships so we'll go to return to Savage Shores number to 52 because of those 10 masters Yep, Fortaleza 052, same numbering scheme as um, Savage Shores. So 1 to 52, random number generator 26. I don't know this quite as well as Savage Shores. I don't know. I'm trying to guess the game piece, but I don't know. 26 in RTSS. Um, I'll say Dame Riante. I don't, I don't really know. So I'm just going to guess. Hermosa. All right. Oh, wait, Riante is from SS. Yeah, see, I'm rusty. I wanted to guess Fairy Fire, but I forgot the name. So, so Hermosa, 026 from Return to Savage Shores, American ship. This one's not too good, but 13 points for a two-masted schooner, three cargo, L-move, both two L-cannons, 
and the cannoneer ability is built in, which is puzzling because that's not a high point ability, but the ship is clearly overcosted. So even though Savage Shores and Return to Savage Shores, WizKids kind of got their mediocre and like overpricing um, trends in check a little bit at the last set, that they kind of it just kept accelerating. It kind of started with Davy Jones Curse a little bit, and then it peaked in Fire and Steel, where there's just like swaths of mediocre, boring ships everywhere. <laughs> and like most of them were priced. That's part of why they're boring. It's just like it's just like ten points, you're not getting that much. So so the Irmosa kind of feels like a ship from from Fire and Steel. She kind of reminds me of the Madness or maybe some of the other common ships in that set. Um so it's almost like maybe maybe it was like a a leftover from that set. Yeah, kind of like the Pale Moon, um, the Zanzibar, yep, and the Madness. Yeah, the Madness is quite similar. So the Hermosa does not impress, and you can really see the reverse power creep because in the early sets, Americans got the Peacock, Revolution, two-masted schooner, triple S speed. Um, it's not quite as good of a gunship, I guess, but it's way better ship overall, only nine points. So, and then this one's 13 for only L speed. So I don't know why this had to be so expensive. I would put this at probably six points, maybe. You could almost get away with five, because then you could do Captain Helmsman, 10 points. You got a ship moving LS with one car space open and decent cannons for a support gunship. So cost should basically be cut in half, uh, pretty much, to around six. Again, maybe five would work, probably. I don't think five would really be overpowered. Any, or anything so for so but at 13 points game piece rating out of 10 probably 3 out of 10 maybe 3.5 it's just not useful paying too much for the cost with that ability and those cannons you'd want a captain and you pretty much need a helmsman then you got 18 points in a fragile support gunship so no so not not a great game piece of the day but that's just inevitable sometimes with all the game pieces out there so thanks for watching. I'll I'll include links to the stuff in the description. And uh, again, 3D printing is is looks like the future uh, in a lot of ways. Not just 3D printing. Like the wood ships are cool. Um, there's other ways to make the ships. Uh, laser cutting, laser cutting styrene, but um, that's got some fume issues that I didn't want to. I didn't even want to touch that in terms of you know giving off fumes and stuff while the stuff is working. So. So I went with a 3D printer. I love it. I don't. I haven't really experienced any fumes. You can smell the PLA, if you, like sniff it up close, of course. But, um, but it seems really it's great. The Ender 3 V2 is also pretty quiet. It's not loud like some of the some of the older 3D printers I've heard are louder. So it's the newer model, the Ender 3. So I got mine for like 260, 270. It was like 280 with shipping. So and then the PLA comes out to like 20 bucks a roll approximately i mean you can spend less or more but so and of course you don't have to use pla but i consulted with some folks including jewel and talked about how pla is probably the best especially for starters it's easier to work with than abs so so 3d printing is kind of my main focus with parrots going forward along with just obviously keeping up with stuff and eventually cd4 uh is inevitably going to take over uh for a brief period of time when that comes around because <laughs> I can't resist. So anyway, thanks for watching. Uh, question of the day, actually. I keep asking questions today about 3D printing, so I should probably... Nobody's answering that, <laughs> I don't think so. Probably 
probably change it up. Um, let's say the Hermosa. What would you give the Hermosa game piece rating out of 10? I'd said like 3, 3.5 out of 10. What would you rate that ship out of 10 points? With 10 being the best, of course. So thanks for watching. Like, comment, subscribe, and I'll see you soon for more videos.